Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to another episode of Shocking Lurid Tawdry, the podcast that recounts the scandals that America forgot. I'm Casey Howe. I'm Mark Pikert. <laughs> and here we week. are. It's your week. It's your week. Oh, I'm wearing very a excited. Christmassy sweater. I know. It's just to let us know that it's, it's that time of year. Everyone do your do your Christmas shopping. That's just Mark's PSA for it, just to let you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love a cheery polar bear sweater? <laughs> and I'd also like to say that it's this time of year where um, I get I get wonderfully reminded that um, Mark has a very he's very tech savvy. Just for you for listeners, I'm not sure if you um, know that about Mark, but he likes his he likes to like hook things up and have his gadgets going and everything. I remember he was one of the first people that like streamed stuff from his phone to his TV. So I thought that was really cool. I was like, what is he doing? It's magic. But also he has all of his lights hooked up to Alexa. And then um, all of his lights are then named for prominent um, female figures. So just so that everyone <laughs> knows that fun fact about you, I know you didn't offer it up, but I absolutely love it and think it is adorable that you can tell her to turn on Lauren Bacall. I think it's wonderful. Uh, Lauren Bacall is one of my favorite people. And it makes me smile every time. So thank you for that. Well, thank you for noticing. The bedroom light is now called bedroom because uh, oh, the, the Alexa device <laughs> yes. is in the other room. And so every night when I would get into bed, I would have to scream uh, <laughs> to turn on or off Liza Minnelli. Ugh. Well, you, no one should be, you know, yelling at Liza. So that was probably thoughtful of you. Yeah, I did. I just, I, I was concerned what the neighbors <laughs> might think hearing me scream, turn on Liza Minnelli every night. And we know that the neighbors can hear when one screams in their apartment. So they sure can. Yeah. <laughs> they sure can. They sure can. Oh, so anyway, a little fun fact for everyone. I think it is wonderful yeah. and very, very charming. I just well, love as it. someone once as someone once said when they visited my apartment during a party, and I was explaining my vintage uh, American Air Force Base coasters from a station in Germany, your apartment is very curated, Mark. <laughs> and I said, yes, it is. Thank, Thank you for noticing. Yes. Thank you for the observations. Yeah. Would you so. like some more wine in that um, cut glass mug of yours? I can have some, I can arrange for that. <laughs> that was, oh yeah, we were, we, that was definitely, uh, I already had my vintage Fire King mugs for all wines mm-hmm. yes. at that point. Yes. Which we know are authentic because then they showed up in Mrs. America in the 19, in the, <laughs> the show, <laughs> flashback to the seventies in the ERA. They're right there in it. Everyone can go back and look. It's you authentic. know, and I have... A yarn painting that I found on the street. Did I tell you this? You know, my yarn painting with the flowers? Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I found it on the street in Astoria. And Astoria is a big film TV location. Right. They have studios out there. And uh, we were watching Good Girls Revolt, that Amazon Prime one-season series. Mm-hmm. And one of the Bohemian characters had it in her apartment. <laughs> I think so it was you think it was set from dressing. the set? Oh yes, gosh, I think somebody yes. brought it home and then was like, I don't want this. And so I plucked it off the street, out of the garbage, and carried it home. You know, that's what happened when your show doesn't get renewed for season two. You just throw out the stuff you saw you stole from the set. It's terrible. Yep. You don't want the memories. Nope. It's dead to you. So it's probably healthy, though, for that set designer. It probably wasn't even a set designer. It's probably a, I don't know, coffee runner. It could have been one of the actors. Who the (laughs) hell knows? It is Astoria. I'm surrounded by actors. That's a good point. Uh, But I'm so glad that you brought that point up about memories, (laughs) because today's scandal is (sighs) how one woman was ultimately destroyed by memories. Ooh. Oh Although, isn't that every scandal? Like, aren't people ultimately mm-hmm. destroyed by the memories of the scandal? Uh, That's true. Many of them are, at mm-hmm. least. Or sometimes uh, redeemed, but yeah, not often. So I want to take you back in time, Casey. Okay. Tell to me To the Mark. height of cafe society in New York Ooh, City. Oh, I love it. the glamour. <laughs> the glamour of being at 21 Club or El Morocco oh. or the Stork Club. Oh, R.I.P dancing the night away and for a very long time the mm-hmm. most famous denizen of cafe society was none other than miss brenda frazier Ooh, okay now if people know the name brenda frazier today it is for probably two reasons one of two reasons uh either they know the iconic dn arbus photo of her at a, a very advanced age in okay. bed looking skeletal okay or they know her name from a reference in the Stephen Sondheim song, Losing My Mind, from the musical Follies. It neither sounds great as far as a legacy is concerned. Well, the Stephen Sondheim lyric is, I got through Brenda Frazier and I'm here. Okay. Still, so, doesn't seem super flattering. Interesting. So she's lived a life is what you're telling me. So she actually Interesting. This is oh. an interesting one because Brenda Fraser is, I know that we say this a lot oh, uh, constantly okay. because we're always putting Kim Kardashian in context, in context saying, well, before Kim Kardashian was famous for being famous, Jean-Jean Gabor was famous for being famous or okay. so-and-so was famous for being famous. Uh, not to continue doing that, but Brenda Fraser was famous for being famous. Okay. Got it. Got it. So I just looked up her pictures. Born... They're very wonderful. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into those pictures in a second. Yay! I'll keep them up. Okay. So she was born in 1921, and she had extremely wealthy parents. She was one of the poor little rich girls of the era, so it was Brenda Fraser, Doris Duke, Barbara Hutton, Gloria Vanderbilt. And the big difference between Brenda and all of those women is that they ultimately went on to have fairly successful lives lots of philanthropy gloria vanderbilt started her whole jeans line for god's sake right they they had second acts brenda frazier did not have a second act okay uh so the only reason that we know brenda frazier today is because her mother threw the most gargantuan coming out debutante ball possibly in history Ooh. okay this, and, was, this had to be, what, in the 1930s then, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it was, that is why people know her because she threw a party. Got it. Okay. Brenda Frazier, the girl that got that really big party. So yes, yes. Straight up. She was on the cover of Life Magazine. For the party. For the party. Ooh. All right. So before she became. Can you imagine that party? Also, this is post-depression. Post-World War, yeah. It's pre-World War II. Like, it's pre-World War II. Like, people still aren't fully recovered. No, and they're not. This... <laughs> okay. So before she became an emblem of excess, mm-hmm. she was at the center of a very uh, acrimonious custody battle between her parents. Oh, okay. Uh, her mother's name was Brenda, so it was Big Brenda. Oh, excellent. Very, I don't know what Women it is about uh, East Coast society. <laughs> Little Edie, Big Edie. Sure. Sure. Uh, her father basically got drunk the day that she was born and disappeared for a couple of months. Oh, okay. So they decided to get divorced. And they had okay. a very messy divorce. And they had a very messy custody battle. Neither one of them was particularly in Brenda's life up until this point. And then all of a sudden, they both really wanted her. Got oh, they it. wanted okay. her so bad. Uh, so the divorce got so messy that her mother hired a private investigator. Hmm. And John DeVries went above and beyond. Okay. <laughs> he met mm-hmm. and subsequently dated... Brenda's father's valet for six months. They were a couple. They traveled together and he got the valet to spill all the dirt of his boss, Brenda's father. Oh my gosh. Ooh, that is, I mean, that puts puts Jake Giddies to shame. I don't know. I mean, this is... This is just a footnote in Brenda's <gasps> biography. Crazy. And I was like, I need this book immediately, please. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like, was the PI also gay? Did he well, just right. have sex with his boyfriend? Regardless, like he's straight, but he's having sex for the job. Like I have... I need to know. Russian spies? Right. Yeah, that's so strange. Was it a honeypot situation? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. But he went for it. All right. Yes. So finally, the judge grants them joint custody. Okay. And says, neither parent appears to have been in the past, nor appears to be now, any paragon of virtue in parenthood. Okay. So the judge was like, I'm not buying it. You guys are full of shit. But you're both <laughs> equally full of shit, so have at it. <laughs> uh, however, as is often the case with very large, long, uh, messy trials, uh, her father died shortly thereafter of throat cancer, so it was all moot. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. And so after all of this, after all of these headlines, yeah. Brenda's mother went on a social whirl. Because they had money, and now, by God, they were going to have class. They were going to have class coming out of their ass. (laughs) She was going to... She sent Brenda to Munich to boarding school, and Brenda said, oh, you know, Mother, I do love it here. Interesting. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I think Brenda once met Hitler or saw him in passing and just said... Oh, really? Somebody later said, oh, what was Hitler like? And she said, oh, 
terrible mustache. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I she mean, went to Munich sorry. for a year at finishing school and met Hitler and only commented, he had bad breath. <laughs> that was... Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, the it extent you, of Brenda's it, it, it does give you a sense of like... Um, uh, the type of of meeting they had, though, like it wasn't like he was in a place and she was just like, hello, sir. Oh, no. Like he got close enough to her that she knew. I was like, ah, OK. Yeah. That's what rich people did okay. back then. They traveled to Germany so. and they met Hitler. I guess so. OK. All right. We'll get into that in a future episode. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> So Brenda says, oh, mother, I do love it here at boarding school in Munich. Please let me stay. And her mother said, not on your life. You are coming back to New York and you are having your debutante coming out ball. Okay, here we go. Because Get out the white there's dress. No, there's no better way to crash society than to throw a huge fucking party. Oh, there is one other way to be thin. Be oh. thin, Brenda. Brenda, be thin. Be oh, thinner. No. Be thinner. Oh, no. At one point later in her life, someone mentioned to Brenda bulimia, mm -hmm. the word bulimia. And Brenda said, <clears throat> what is bulimia? And the person explained it to her. And Brenda looked and said, oh, I invented that. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. No, yeah. no PSA. Uh, that is a big, big health concern. Please no one do that. This intermittent fasting thing. Okay. But bulimia, No. No. So part of all of the social world that Boy. her mother shoves her out onto is cafe society. And okay. at the time, <clears throat> Sherman Billingsley, the owner of the store club, would okay. have a very reduced rate for debutantes who came in and ate there because they would be covered in the paper and it was free publicity for him. Okay, got so it. So later, Brenda explained, the reason I was out at the store club every night is because I could get a whole meal for $1.50. Got it. Okay. Okay. She's like, well, it was cheap, she's, so I went. She becomes so ubiquitous. And she's gorgeous. I mean, mm -hmm. she has a flawless look. It's very, very white yes. skin. Uh, it's dark, dark hair. Dark hair, hair. Uh, yeah. Widow's peak mm -hmm. and bright red lips. And that is the face that she kept for the rest of her life. That's the wow. Dan Arbus photo, is her doing that face. Yeah. But in her 40s. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And still obsessed with her weight if when she was on a feeding tube near the end of her life if she Jesus. could not get her thumb and index finger around her upper arm she would yank the feeding tube out oh, eek, eek. okay so deeply so deeply all of this is in the future none of it's in the past she's going Ugh. out to eat she's okay. so ubiquitous walter winchell coins the term celebutante for her oh interesting okay and Charlie Nickabaka <laughs> predicted that she would be the belle of the season. And when Charlie Nickabaka says that about you, interest is going to skyrocket. Yes. At one point, 5,000 articles were written about this teenage girl over six what? months. What? Yeah. That's insane. 5,000? Yes. Six she months? She had done like, nothing. What? Only she, like had done that. she hadn't even days. had a party yet, Casey. Oh my gosh. This is pre-party? This oh is pre-party. <laughs> a lot of buildup. Oh my gosh, 5,000. Wow. So they're just tracking like everything she does, where she goes. I'm sure what she wears, yep. everything. 
everything. Okay. And she's she's out every night. She's being photographed. She later yeah. suffered from neck and shoulder problems for the rest of her life because she trained herself to never move her neck so that she wouldn't mess up her hair. Ooh. Okay. Like this is in like it. this is an intense life for a wow. 17 year old girl. Yeah, no kidding. Oh my gosh. Okay. Finally. Finally, the big night comes. Okay. Okay. And Br Brenda begs her mother to cancel what was quickly turning into a circus. Okay. She was always very shy. She was always very insecure. Mm. Uh, and the entire night was overwhelming to her. And Big Brenda said, You'll be very sorry if you don't have a debut. You'll be much happier if you do. <laughs> okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> she was not, not happy true. because of the party. <laughs> She spent the rest of her life, she died at age 60 of bone cancer, alternately running away from and uh, perpetuating the image of the girl that she was the night of that party. Wow. Uh, the party was front page news all across the country. She was on the cover of Life magazine the month before it was held. 2,000 people showed up at the Ritz-Carlton on December 27th, 1938 to celebrate her. She had the flu. And her feet swelled to almost twice their size, <gasps> which was always a problem. And part, maybe partly attributable to the surgery she had to lengthen the tendons of her heels. Eww. Ow. Okay. Uh, but besides her feet, besides uh, not moving her neck, besides having the flu, she danced until 6.30 a.m. At oh which God. point, Douglas Fairbanks Jr. wrapped a tablecloth around her because she was shivering. He thought from the cold, she would, later said she was shivering from exhaustion. Oh, my gosh. Of course. And oh she went Lord. home. And she didn't remember anything about the next day. <gasps> the entire next oh day was gosh. a blur. So she just collapsed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So... You may not be surprised to learn that, like, on the cusp of the Depression's end, a lot of people were very intrigued by cafe society. A lot of people were quite put sure. off at the flagrant display of wealth. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, and a lot of people were a little bit put off that newspapers and the national media were paying so much attention to a teenage girl who had a party. Right. <laughs> She went to a Broadway show, and I think it was a review, and the MC mm -hmm. started introducing celebrities who were in the office. And so like, Sonia Henney, the ice skater, was there. She stands up. Spotlight hits her. She stands up. Applause. Uh, somebody else was there. Same thing. Stands up. Applause. And when Brenda is introduced, she stands up. The spotlight hits her, and there are as many boos as there are cheers. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. So in real life, she's not as beloved as the media made her out to be. No. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The Yay! backlash is very strong and pretty swift. Okay. That mm -hmm. does not stop people from covering her. Right. And it also does not prevent her from alternately pursuing and running away from that fame. Okay. Okay. So she doesn't completely there's, back away from it. There's a real push pull. And I think at one point she said, do you know what it's like to get that much attention and then to have it taken away? Mm, I don't know, Instagram influencers, do you? <laughs> Tell us. But yes, okay. Interesting. 
so she, and of course she could never recapture that feeling of yeah. being that famous and that popular and that in demand and sure to be found that interesting by so many people like rich, famous men were paying attention. She dated Howard Hughes for a while. Wow. Okay. Uh, she married the football player Shipwright Kelly. That was not a great relationship. Um, she had a string of bad marriage. She had uh, another not great marriage, string of bad relationships, uh, a couple of nervous breakdowns. She had at least 30 suicide attempts. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeek. Uh, in 1963, she finally wrote an article for Life magazine about her coming out party called Ironic. My Debut, A Horror. Ah, okay. Well, at least she's honest. <laughs> As her biographer said, her life was basically over before it began. Mm, right, right. Oh my goodness, okay. Uh, and so over and over again, after the party, she was dating uh, She was dating people because the purpose of a debutante party is to get married. Yes, right. Like, that is also the- I'm beautiful the and eligible. Bachelors can the come men. through and- and check out the merchandise. Here we go. And so there was a lot of pressure on Brenda from everyone, but particularly her mother, that she seal the deal, get married. Yeah. And at one point she was dating New Yorker cartoonist, Peter Arno. And if you don't know Peter Arno's uh, cartoons, they're fantastic and they're very witty. He kind of okay. defined speakeasies in the twenties, that whole oh, okay. Manhattan vibe. I'm going to send you a few after this. Okay. Okay. And she's, he's, 30 years her senior. Oh, wow. Okay. And her mother's like, oh, Peter Arno, what a catch. <laughs> okay. So she finally does that. get married to Shipwreck Kelly, the football player. Mm -hmm. And at her wedding, she's walking out and a newsreel camera is filming her. And the reporter says, Brenda, are you happy? And she says, no, I'm miserable. Can't you see? <gasps> oh my gosh. And they had <gasps> to bribe the newsreel company to cut that out of the footage. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So she's she's screaming for help, but everybody's like, no. You're just a girl. You're just a girl. It must be because you don't, you don't you have want. a fella. It'll be okay you tomorrow. You want this party. You yes. want this marriage. You yes. want the same. Yes. It must be all, all of the things that, that women want. There you go. Check. Yeah. So... That's there's no happy ending to this story. There's no second act. There's no. But this so then happened. she does she does she so she just keeps like getting married, having relationships, but also not really doing anything. Like you mentioned, there's no like, and then she started a charity, or then she was, you know, donated uh -huh. a bunch of money to the Met, or no, no, nope. Just she had a daughter that she very much loved. Uh, I mm -hmm. think they had a somewhat contentious relationship. Okay. Uh, perhaps unsurprisingly. Uh, she wrote about her daughter a lot in the Life article. And one of the things that she said was, my daughter is turning 18 and she will not be having a coming out party. <laughs> okay. Okay. So there's some things we're not passing on. That's good. That's good. Yes. What happened to the, did they, is there anything in there about like, like the money? Did they just have enough money that it wasn't an issue or like so, did her husband's marry her for her money or how did that work to out? a certain you know. extent she had she had money uh okay. she did not ever have as much money as people thought that she did okay or okay. newspapers claimed that she did uh part of it was 
there was a, a clause in her father's will that might have been passed down from his father. I'm not, I can't remember the, mm -hmm. the exact wording, but basically it said, if my daughter should not marry and fulfill the obligations of a woman by having a child, then this large inheritance will not go to her. It will go to Yale. <gasps> Got it. And At least he didn't mother, put in a as, clause about it being a son. As, Ew. as Ew. Big Brenda said, Yale is a lovely school, but it shouldn't have that money. <laughs> well, no, obviously not. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So that's. So there was enough money great. to get by. It wasn't, and she wasn't running around spending lavishly the way that okay. Doris Duke was. Sure, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so she was but just no, kinda, I mean, that was yeah. her, her entire life was defined by this one night in Gosh, when she was wow. 17, 18. And did that she mostly it. stay in New York life. for the rest? She was in New York. Yeah, most, she did. Mostly? Okay. She did like Europe and she was in mm -hmm. Boston. She had some okay. houses, not in New York city, but she was always East coast. Okay. No uh, Hollywood or anything like that. Yeah. No Hollywood spoke to her and they were kind of talking about it. She might've done a screen test, but mm -hmm. she was very upfront about the fact that she had no talent and it wasn't, yeah. it didn't really strike her as something to do. She was remarkably unambitious. Yeah. It just sounds like she just didn't have many interests. She was like, well, I yeah, I don't think that her mother ever allowed her to develop any interests. I think mm. she was a fairly talented artist Okay, but that was not something that women of her yeah, class she did do with that? at the time. Yeah, mm -hmm. so those lessons went out the window. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So then she just died. How did the um the last photo shoot come about? Did that? Do you know anything? Was that part of her Time article? No. Uh, the Dean Arbus. I think uh, Dean was just kind of connected to the society people and okay. so did the photo and it's an iconic photo now because mm -hmm. it is Brenda Fraser still trying to look like that teenage version of yeah. herself and she's only in her 50s at that point maybe oh, not okay. even quite Ooh. 50 all right but as as we well know people aged very differently back then very true very true she's de she definitely has the cigarette in her hand so yeah yeah, yeah. uh oh so that is the story of brenda frazier uh not wow. quite a scandal but sure sorry, it is. her life is not a scandal but it is scandalous what happened to her yes yes absolutely absolutely no i think that that she was one of those that sounds like that just was deeply deeply used and kept saying please don't do this to me please don't do this to me and everyone was like you're fine run along there little girl and she's like and i'm miserably unhappy and they're like ha 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 and very very stunted by it yes yes it almost sounds like she she never got past that part that night like she never yeah was like always living in that in that night wow Interesting. Oh my yeah. gosh, so that's one, Brenda Frazier and her debutante party, which I'm sure at some point was called the party of the century. The party of the century. Of course it was. Of course it was. Oh, interesting. 
Yes, you'll have to go. People should go look at the um, the pictures of her because I think this. I think her in the white dress is her debutante dress, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and then there's one of her and her wedding dress. And I'll add links in the okay. description. Okay. But there are some. Yeah, her look is very specific, and um, but also. Yeah, and she's photographed with lots of other famous people. But she oh, does yeah. look she does look really young and she's never really smiling. She's never really And she later admitted that she had a hard time looking at any of those photos because she just saw how insecure and miserable she mm-hmm. really was. And she wondered why no one else saw it at the time. Right. But nobody was looking at her thinking about her internal life, her inner nope. life. Nope. They were just like, she's pretty. Let's get a picture. Done. Yep. yep. Interesting. And it's interesting that there was so much press about her when she didn't do like 5,000 stories. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and mm-hmm. when you're 17, 18 to have that much yeah. me- national media attention focused on you, like what does that do to you? Yeah. No, Absolutely. It Without anything like to fall back on. Like, it's not like she's yeah. Kristen Stewart in Twilight having all of this media attention, but she sure. has a job to do and she's doing sure. something. Yeah. No, it's like she went to dinner. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. No, you have to think about that. Because I think we think about, like, some of the the attention and fame for like really young people, like not really, but younger than that. Right. Like if they're, if they're 10, 11, 12, you know, that kind of, that kind of thing. I think we think about that of like, Oh my gosh, what they did, the trauma that these kids underwent, whether it was trauma at home or trauma in the workplace, you know, in Hollywood, whatever it was that we didn't really realize at the time you know was was going to cause such trauma and boy did it but i think you know we forget we kind of assume a lot of times by the time people get to 16 17 it's like oh well that's too old to mess them up and it's like well there was a lot of pre-stuff that led up to that but also you know the the brain's not fully formed until your mid-20s so yeah you can still mess up a lot of stuff i think about that a lot of times with like college athletes like oh like like March yeah. Madness. March Madness, I can't watch anymore. I'm like, this is too weird. These kids are too young for this pressure. Like, it's too much. It's going to fuck with them. Well, and like, it's do you good. know what I managed to leave entirely out of this story? <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad uh, it's coming back out now. <laughs> I, believe, I believe that her mother was an adherent to John B. Watson's methods of child rearing. This <gasps> is where I heard about John B. Watson. Oh, my gosh. Full circle. Full circle. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So that checks out, too. So, yeah. A yep. lot of... A lot of damage. A lot of trauma. A lot of damage. A lot of damage. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, glad that custody battle worked out. Maybe we should have just, I don't know, child service didn't call it a day. Man, Maybe she would have been uh, better with the Nazis? I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably too soon. I shouldn't have gone there. No. The one, the one positive that kind of came out of it is, uh, and there were a lot of other factors at play, of course, but I think that mm-hmm. her being the most famous debutante to come out and speaking out against her own debutante ball. Yeah, that's a good point. Really was the final nail in the coffin of that entire thing. Right. Got it. Okay. Kind of helped bring down that whole facade of, maybe so I guess, this isn't such a great idea. 
it's not quite a silver lining, but perhaps chrome plated. <laughs> I love it. See, not nothing, not nothing. And that's, Good job, Brenda. That's the happiest note I can end this on. So <laughs> we should quit while we're ahead. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. See you soon. <laughs>